Hello, everyone. We're so happy that you've joined us for our Dextrous Lifestyle podcast. Welcome. I'm Andy Hancock with Dextrous Lifestyle, and we have our co-host. Awesome. And today we have our beautiful, smiling guest, Ruvi Makuni. And Ruvi has a very important topic. She talks about stress. She is a global workplace wellness specialist and a certified stress master associate. And she's passionate about supporting organizations and busy professionals to thrive in their careers without sacrificing their health. So early in her personal training career, Ruby started to notice that many of the professionals were on a never stopping treadmill suffering physically and mentally from the toll of the go-go-go lifestyle. She thus made it her core mission to support the health and well-being of the organization's employees so that they could still meet organizational goals without sacrificing their health. And I know a lot of people who are listening who may work in a toxic work environment may wonder if that is even possible. After seeing the detrimental impacts of stress on professionals, Ruby's primary focus and specialty has turned to helping organizations implement stress management practices and helping professionals embrace mindful supportive habits, behaviors, and actions that can be applied in and out of the workplace to help cope with stressors. So we'd love to welcome you, Ruby. Thank you. It's great to be here. Thank you for inviting me. And uh, it's great to connect with your audience. In a world filled with chaos, we try our best to create a balanced lifestyle. We love to be productive, but we also love to rest. We love to be efficient, but not at the cost of our peace. There is a direct correlation between our habits and our happiness. The dexterous lifestyle is meant for those of us who live hectic lives, but with the right tools, information, and resources, we can strive for order, peace, health, wealth, and calm. It's not too much to ask. We deserve a dexterous mind, a dexterous body, and plenty of dexterous spaces to support our dexterous lifestyle. So we always like to ask, the bios are so wonderfully edited, <laughs> but there's always a long story about you went from personal training, noticing stress and decided to get into this wellness and who even knew that their certified stress master associate was a thing. I mean, people, I say that about professional organizing all the time, but Tell us more about that, Ruby. How'd you get into this? Well, when I was doing in-home personal training, I noticed three key similarities with almost all of my clients. One, a lot of my clients were always busy. You know, there was no differentiation whatsoever between work and home life. And this was way before 2020. (laughs) So, you know, people were always on the go, go, go. And I also noticed that there seemed to be a lack of even when they were had that family time, you know, they were constantly, whether it was uh, concentrating on work, emailing, even on our training sessions, you know, hold on, Ruby, I just need to send this email. So I noticed that. And then secondly, I also noticed a lot of my clients had health issues, you know, whether it was from digestive issues, constant headaches, or um, back problems. And what struck me is that a lot of people thought that that was somewhat normal. You know, as soon as you finish 
college, you start your career, which excels, and then it's my health is it's pretty normal that my health will go downhill from there. But I definitely saw the correlation between stress and our health because it wasn't that, you know, a lot of people exercise or eat well, you know, and and in fact, I was too working in the corporate world as well, in addition to working as a personal trainer. So I saw firsthand how challenging it is, you know, to, it's not as easy as saying, take a one hour meditation break, you know, if you're in meetings all day. So then that's why I decided, because having experienced it myself, how difficult and challenging it is to um, navigate the complexities of the work and home life, that's when I decided to focus more on how, as organizations, we can start finding a better way to to work. That is awesome. You mentioned noticing the the challenges of um, busy professionals. Why was that a passion of yours to make it your core mission to support them? Was it because you two were experiencing the challenges or something deeper? Great question. So there were a few examples that really motivated me to do more. I was invited at a company to do a talk really on stress management early on around 2014-15 and the company had lost one of the employees who had a heart attack and he was in his 20s. That really, you know, just meeting the team and of course, you know, when you're dealing with grief in the workplace and so having to do that workshop was really an introduction for me of, you know, starting to support employees and just seeing firsthand how this could have been hopefully, you know, potentially prevented. And then also there was a day when I had a session with about three clients and almost all of them almost seemed to almost have a breakdown in our session because of just Mm. the work stress. And, you know, as a personal trainer and especially as an in-home personal trainer, I got to be almost part of a family with a lot of my clients. And I just, for me, it just didn't seem, you know, like I didn't want people to see people spend the next 10, 20, 30 years of their lives, you know, kind of in autopilot, just going with the motions. And then, we, you know, we wait until retirement, but, you know, sometimes who knows, life is too short. So one of the things, one of my motivations is to help people enjoy life today as they're, you know, excelling. But also in the reality is that there's a lot of stress, there's a lot of challenges out there. And those, you know, there's always going to be stress at whatever level. And so I think it's important for all of us to be able to implement, uh, you know, habits that work for us to be able to navigate through the world challenges as well as our personal challenges as well. That's so enlightening. I can totally relate. I used to work for a nonprofit before I launched Dexter's Organizing and now we have launched Dexter's Lifestyle. But prior to that, I was in my late 20s, early 30s at the time and I was having terrible acid reflux to the point where I had even had an endoscopy and they thankfully told me that nothing serious was going on, but you know, do this, do this and do this. And you know, your acid reflux should dissipate. And sure enough, it did. I I attributed it to losing weight. Not too long after that, I had lost a few pounds and the acid reflux kind of went away. And then I had transitioned to entrepreneurship. I gained the weight back, but guess what? My acid reflux didn't come back. And I realized 
that it was the stress that was causing the acid reflux. And then I thought about all the things that I didn't even realize that were stressing me out. The commute, having to start my day around people before nine o'clock, like nine, you know, at nine. Being an entrepreneur, I was able to identify certain things that just didn't work for me. I personally don't try not to have meetings before 10 o'clock. I reserve the, the mornings for myself. I'm usually up between 6.30, 7.30, depending on how much sleep I've gotten. But I like the fact that, you know, my alarm goes off at 6.30. If I needed an, another few minutes of sleep, I can have that choice. I get up slowly. I make a hot beverage. I read. I meditate. I pray. Sometimes I write. I did that this morning. And I go to the gym a few days a week. And that in itself has really helped cope with the stress. Like you said, I didn't necessarily get rid of my problems by quitting my job and becoming an entrepreneur. <laughs> Just kind of traded them. But I really definitely cope better. And unfortunately, I know you work a lot in corporate environments. I, as an entrepreneur, have the ability to change, notice what worked for me, and then center my day around that. But a lot of people don't have that option. So, you know, when you go into these corporate environments, how do you navigate the culture if it's not really, you know, it's like, we've been stressing our employees out. Come help us, Ruby. <laughs> and you're like, well, you need to change a few things. <laughs> <laughs> well, great. Well, and thank you for sharing that because, I, and I just wanted to touch on a few things that you said that are really key is having that awareness that of what is not working, you know, what currently is not working because all too often, and, and that's when, you know, mindfulness and being present comes into play, but all too often it's easy to sort of kind of numb everything out and just go with the motions, ignore the symptoms. I always say, start noticing the symptoms that your body sends you. You know, a lot of us, when we're under stress, we have that key symptom, whether it's digestive issues, migraines. Start working with your body and use that as a notification that, oh, you know, I'm getting that digestive issue again. Instead of, um, you know, thinking, oh, my body's failing me, think, okay, what is my body trying to show me here? What has my week been like? And then you start to work, you know, with your body through those symptoms as well. But also awareness of what are the key areas in your life right now that are stressful? You know, is it a job that you no longer enjoy or a career? Maybe you enjoyed it, you know, when you first started, but right now maybe it's not something that brings you joy or passion or, you know, whatever it is, maybe life transitions, take a note of what are the key stresses. Now, some of the things you may not be able to change right now, but to give you an example, if you're noticing that, you know, um, they, you just don't feel passionate about what you're doing in work and whatnot, perhaps you can't exactly change jobs right now, but could you maybe start incorporating something that brings you joy? Maybe you used to like to paint. Maybe you used to like gardening. You know, can you start bringing in those things that you actually enjoy that can 
they don't fix that initial problem. But if you start balancing it out, then sometimes you notice that things unfold and then you start getting sort of clarity as to the direction of, of what to do next and things like that. Um, but regarding stress management support in companies, so I actually do do individual stress management support for entrepreneurs, consultants, independent contractors as well. But in the company, one of the key steps that I do and all advise any company to be doing in general is doing a company-wide assessment of you know, it, particularly annually, especially now, you know, with so much going on, getting an assessment from employees of what is the current climate, you know, how are people feeling, um, especially what tends to happen is if there is a currently a wellness program, is it supporting the needs and challenges of the employees in today's world? You know, it's one thing, uh, it's, it's always good to be advancing and progressing and enhancing the wellness programs. Uh, you know, one of the key areas these days, of course, is mental health and stress management. But also with that assessment, you actually get a deeper dive into what are the stresses in the workplace? Is it a lot of meetings, back-to-back -back meetings that people can't even take a break? <laughs> Is it, uh, you know, people aren't taking vacations because of fear that they'll come back to you know, a whole workload or they, they don't feel that they can take vacations? So getting an idea of, uh, of those sorts of stresses. And then the third thing, when I am working with a company, one of the things that I do as part of my program is a stress risk assessment. And the key thing about this assessment is that one of the problems is that it's become so normal for a lot of people that, you know, I get people that tell me, I don't even know what it's like to not be stressed. You know, this is how I live. This is how I am. And so with the stress risk assessment, you really get an individual profile and uh, you get a report generated of after you've answered the question of the areas, you know, key areas that uh, it highlights key areas that are causing that are, you know, stresses, whether it's physical, emotional, behaviorally. And through that report, then I can dive individually and go over it with each individual and give them recommendations as to, you know, what areas to start focusing on one step at a time. And if I'm working closely with them ongoing, then I can provide that accountability and support as well. Awesome. One of the things that I love about your approach is its simplicity. I noticed the list of 22 ways to practice self-care and I had some favorites from the list. <laughs> One was taking deep breaths several times throughout the day. And I thought, well, who can't do that? You know, you mentioned earlier, maybe everybody doesn't have the ability to take that hour out to meditate and work out at the gym, whatever those, all of the things that we all know are good for us but taking deep breaths during the day who can't do that everybody can just take a few minutes to take those deep breaths during the day another one of my favorites was speak to yourself kindly ah oh, that one that inner voice is so powerful Tell me a little bit about that and why that's one of the things that you chose as a practice of self-care. 
Yes, absolutely. Well, the thing is, the voice in our head is with us 24-7. So are we our own cheerleader or our own bully? And so it's so our inner dialogue can cause internal burnout just on its own. You know, you could be out taking a lovely walk, but if you're thinking you don't look great or people are looking at you funny or you don't fit in or you're not good enough and all those thoughts are racing through and you're not even aware of it you know you can tell when you are thinking good thoughts because you feel great now if you start to pay attention to what are you thinking about yourself because a lot of the thoughts are about ourselves and then we end up projecting it um, you know, outwardly, but a lot of our thoughts are directed at ourselves. And of course, if you're not thinking good thoughts about yourself, you're not going to feel good. And that in itself is a stressor. And monitoring and being mindful of our own thoughts can actually help us navigate stressful situations as well. So for example, I'll give you an example. My, I walked out the other day and I was supposed to go somewhere. I had to be there on time and my car it had a tire issue. So in those situations, you know, it's one of those things where you have to talk yourself through that situation that, you know, it's okay, everything is going to work out. Uh, What is my next best step? And in that situation, that's where you can actually introduce that breath work. Because Mm -hmm. what happens is if you're faced with any stressful situation, and you take a deep breath, It takes you from that stress, fight or flight to rest and digest. Mm -hmm. So it calms you down. So from that position, you are then in a better position to ask yourself, okay, what is my next best step? And then your brain will help you in that situation because you shut off that that fear, those um, fearful thoughts. Now you breathe, you calm down. If you can, close your eyes because it shuts out the external stimulus and ask yourself what is my next best step in the situation and then from there you can you know calmly you know proceed and that's a kind of a short um, step that I would recommend in any situation you know use that breath work to bring you back into your body to bring you back into the present moment and then ask yourself what can I do right now sometimes there's nothing that you can do Maybe and maybe that means taking a walk. Maybe that means working out. Maybe that means I'll wait until I find a solution will come. But um, but that's just a great quick way to break a stress cycle and to to help navigate those you know <laughs> those out of the blue moments. <laughs> I love it. I love it. One of my last favorite ones was the practice of writing down three positive things a day. One of the things that we try to stress, even with shifting mindset, is being in a space of gratitude and having that shift to positive things. And your life definitely does magnify the gratitude. Can you speak to that a little? Yes. Uh, you know, that saying gratitude is a magnet for blessings and it's, there can be a tendency to see and to focus on everything going wrong. And in fact, for anyone listening to this, what I would invite you to do is to take a notepad and jot down all day or, you know, whenever you listen to this, any good thing that you come across, whether it's you notice a bird or your cat walks by you or your child last, whatever it is, note it 
down because two things happen. You actually start being present. You actually start noticing that uh, you're actually in the moment and you're not in your head worrying about, you know, your to-do list. But secondly, it also, you'll be amazed at how long your list will be, (laughs) you know, and you start to realize that, wow, there are so many things that are going, wow, absolutely, that doesn't discount all the challenges and and all the things that are going on. But there are good things that are happening. There are, you know, people that are smiling. There are people that are willing to help me. There are people, there are good things actually going on as well. And the more that you can do that, you start to notice more of the good things that are happening. And then, you know, that puts you in a better situation to to help others and to to support others as well. So, So, yeah, gratitude. And then the last thing I'll say about that is, I don't know if you've heard that saying, if you woke up today with all the things that you were grateful for yesterday, Mm. what would you have? Mm. So, you know, if, if your shoes were all gone, (laughs) you know, would that be a problem? (laughs) If the answer is yes, be grateful for those shoes, (laughs) you know, whatever it is. But using that is another way to actually look at oh, wow, I have lights, I have a place to stay, I have a table, I have a laptop, whatever it is for y'all. Beautiful. So awesome. And the stress management cheat sheet that Kelly was mentioning, the link to get that is going to be in the show notes. Also, for those who are watching, a way to connect with Ruby on her LinkedIn. And that will also be in the show notes. I just am so grateful (laughs) for all of these nuggets that you've given us. And realizing that I think we think that we're going to just whisk away stress and we're going to have a little stress-free life. And that's just not even realistic. Stress is actually a good thing. I remember talking to my therapist and she said, there's a level of anxiety that you need in order to motivate you to do things that are actually positive. (laughs) Stress is like holding anything up for a long time even if it's a feather you're holding it up and holding it up and holding it up and eventually you just get so overwhelmed and tired from holding it up but unfortunately most of our stressors are a lot heavier than a feather mm-hmm. and if we're constantly holding them up without ways to like you have given us how to manage that then our body will start like you said giving us these little notifications <laughs> sirens and warning signs (laughs) you know a light goes on the dashboard in our car like "Mm, i don't know and how quickly do we take that car over you know as soon as it goes off we we know that oh i gotta take my car in also why do we do that because we know that if we don't it's going to whatever the issue is might cause issues for the rest of the car parts and then what happens your car is not working well so that's the same thing with our body you know our one area is not just uh, concentrated in that area it can start affecting other areas in your body too absolutely so we need to take better care of our selves then we do our vehicles, y'all. So Ruby, anything you'd like to add before we close out? I know a lot of people are going through all sorts of stresses, you know, transitions, uncertainty, uh, especially when it comes to uncertainty, there's that lack of control, which can be very stressful if you don't know simply what to do. What I would recommend is 
finding those pockets of silence throughout your day, especially starting in the morning, five minutes of just silence, sitting in silence, you know, with your eyes closed, paying attention to your breathing. So one might ask, well, how's that going to fix my problems? Well, for one, it does help quiet the thoughts. It does help. A lot of times, too, when we're going through challenging times, it's hard to even hear the solutions if we are worried, uh, you know, if there's a lot going on in our head. So if you can find that time to be, to find silence and to be present, and that could also mean taking walks outside and actually being present, you know, notice the trees, notice the sky, notice the ants on the ground, being present, being actually cognizant of today. Uh, Because if we're constantly living in the future, constantly living in the past, then how is that a way to live? You know, we're constantly stressed, we're constantly worrying. So if you can start to do that, start introducing some silence, clarity comes in silence, start walking, getting outside, outside of the office. Again, being outside can help uh, release that stress as well. And yeah, and just remember, you're simply doing the best you can. You know, that's that's all we can do. Uh, mm-hmm. And, then, and uh, most sometimes things just work out. <laughs> They do. do. I remember, um, I didn't know this was a a tactic. When I was a little girl and I was having a bad day, I would always close my eyes and imagine myself tucked in my bed later that day. Knowing that at some point in the day, I was going to eat my dinner, I was going to have my bath, and my, you know, my mom was going to tuck me in my bed. And that day will be over. Um, You're creating coping skills as a little and girl. <laughs> and, you know, I think about that sometimes when you just imagine that. I'm like, you know, I was before I knew that was a wise thing to do. That's what I was doing. Doesn't that sound well, you know what they say? Kids know that, you know, kids, uh, they know. Even how kids deal with stress. They have, you know, their moments. They they cry loud for the few seconds and then they move on for the most part. And so yeah. they release that stress and then they go and play and they're laughing next minute. So. Yeah. yeah. Before and you we- also recognize that sleep was a good thing <laughs> because getting enough sleep also yes, absolutely sleep stress. and stress uh, definitely go hand in hand andrea you know you bring up a really great point here a lot of times we fear the worst what would happen if we started thinking about the best case scenario we don't know what will happen you know maybe that voice will say yeah but it will never be great but why not start small you know start training yourself to look at well what if it works out my way what if things actually work out you know sometimes we often imagine the worst (laughs) and uh, that in itself is stressful so yeah so little andrea had it I had the formula. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I need her sometimes. <laughs> well, Ruby, this has been amazing. I also want to just add a tidbit. Like, if you wanted to record your voice and just add that as a freebie or, or sell it or something. You have oh, my voice? <laughs> voice. <laughs> and it's so pleasant. <laughs> Yes, it is. It's so pleasant. Oh, thank you so much. I'll put that on my business idea. (laughs) (laughs) 
tell us, you know, it's it might be okay, but if it's not, you'll be okay as well. And you know, like, right. oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for being with us today, Ruby. We have really appreciated your simple approach, simple but powerful, I should say, approach to attacking stress in our lives and being able to cope with those stressors in a productive way. Well, thank you both for having me. Uh, and then thank you to everyone for listening. Thank you so much. You really help us cope with stress so we can live a better <laughs> <That's> lifestyle. <laughs> That's right.